welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and in this episode, I will be doing a NFL weekend recap of all the games from yesterday. And I will start with the Green Bay Packers versus the Philadelphia Eagles uh, from Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Packers won the game 30-16. to the Packers are 9-3 and three at first in their division, while the Eagles are 3-8-1 and one at third in their division. As far as some notable stats for this game, the Packers were led by their really amazing quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, as he threw for 295 yards uh, and three touchdowns, no interceptions. Aaron Jones uh, in the running game, uh, the 70-yard run uh, for a touchdown he had, but in total he had 130 yards rushing and one touchdown, which was that touchdown I just mentioned. And then uh, Devontae Adams, another spectacular game for him, going over 100 yards and uh, having two touchdown catches. And then Robert Tunyon in the receiving game also had a touchdown. So those are the leaders there. Uh, for the Eagles, Carson Wentz had another tough game. He only had 79 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and uh, they had to make the move to Jalen Hurts, the rookie, uh, formerly from Oklahoma in college. Uh, that was where he was before he came to the NFL, but also earlier in college he was with the Alabama uh, Crimson Tide as well, uh, playing collegiately uh, for both those teams. And then everywhere else uh, for the Eagles, they were led at rushing by Miles Sanders only with 31 yards rushing. And then uh, Goddard, the tight end, Dallas Goddard, uh, led them in receiving. So that was kind of the rundown of that game. Uh, and this was a game where going into it, a lot of the conversation was, is Carson Wentz going to shake off his, his struggles? What's going to happen with him? Is he going to have a bounce-back game, or is he going to continue to struggle? The thing with him, and it's been mentioned a lot, uh, but they have a lot of money invested in him, so I would imagine he'd probably go back to being the starter, uh, potentially, just because of they've invested a big contract in him, and you, you would probably prefer them to keep him starting, because of the money aspect of it. But if he's not producing enough, then you have to do what's best for the team. And if playing Jalen Hurts more is best for the Eagles to have the best chance of winning. Uh, but also I will mention a division where they are 3-8-1, and one, but if they continue, or if they not continue because they just lost, but if they play the rest of the season where they win, probably have to win out, but win more games than they lose, they might have a chance in the NFC East in a very weak division of sneaking into the playoffs. So they're kind of at a an important spot in their season. I mean, every spot's important, but especially this spot is definitely important, and they need to do its best uh, for them and kind of fuel it out, make the best decision possible, and... Uh, see what happens but the Packers definitely it was a little bit scary at the end as far as they let 
the Eagles, uh, not let them in because you don't let them in the game. I mean, you kind of do, but you kind of don't. I mean, they're all trying to win and, and things happen. But uh, it was a it was a one-score game uh, at the end, and then Aaron Jones uh, busted out the big run to put the game on ice uh, at the end. But uh, they continue to uh, keep pace in the NFC North as far as they are the best team uh, in the NFC North and one of the best teams in the NFC. Uh, their offense is one of the best offenses in the league, and then their defense is always uh, a little bit where a lot is talked about where they struggle, but uh, they definitely had some impactful plays uh, as far as they got some pressure on, especially Carson Wentz yesterday, had had a few big plays, got the interception at the end from Darnell Savage, and uh, definitely uh, there's a lot of talent on that defense, that's for sure. Uh, with all the players that everybody knows about, uh, as far as the Smiths, the really good secondary when everybody's healthy, and then Kenny Clark up front. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, I do want to congratulate him. Uh, first player in NFL history to record five seasons with at least 35 touchdown passes. So, Aaron, uh, congrats. Adding another impressive accolade to his impressive NFL career and he continues to uh, be one of the best to uh, I think you could say ever play the position I mean he's still making uh, great things happen and uh, has already a Super Bowl ring and maybe more uh, before he hangs up the cleats at the end of his career Uh, hopefully the Packers can get more Super Bowls but uh, just impressive uh, to say the least uh, for Aaron so uh, props to him there and then the Game uh, as a whole for the Packers, uh, they were able to get the job done and do um, what they could and and really take care of business, uh, that's for sure. Uh, And then in the next game, the Saints uh, defeated the Falcons 21-16. The Saints are 10-2, the Falcons are 4-8. The Saints are first in their division and first in the NFC. The Falcons are third in their division. Uh, and as far as some notable stats from this game, statistic-wise, it was a little bit at the end where the Falcons had a chance, uh, but the Saints were able to win. Uh, but back to the stats, Camaro uh, led the Saints in rushing, as he does every game, uh, most every game for them. And then Michael Thomas, over 100 yards receiving. Taysom Hill, 232 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, so... Pretty good uh, for Taysom, uh, held his own as far as that goes. And then uh, on the flip side, over 100 yards for Calvin Ridley, uh, the impressive wide receiver talent uh, for them. And then Matt Ryan, 273 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions. And then uh, they weren't really able to rush the ball that effectively uh, as far as their leading rusher only had 36 yards rushing. Uh, So the Saints continue to roll, and the Falcons, although since their uh, coaching change, have shown a little bit of, of really good play for Raheem Morris, but uh, continue with their struggling season. Uh, but nobody's a fan of moral victories in sports, but at least the Falcons are competing. Most every game for them is within a score uh, at the end, so uh, they are hanging in there uh, as far as competing. And then in the next game, the Detroit Lions defeated the Chicago Bears. And this one was a one where the Bears had the, game i mean there was still a lot to a good portion of the game left to play but 
they had the game by two scores and then the Lions uh, were able to come back and win the game. Uh, and the Bears had the turnover at the end by Trubisky, so that definitely hurt them. And then Stafford and the Lions uh, got the game-clinching score at the end. Uh, but both teams are 5-7. and seven. Uh, The Bears in third in the NFC North, while the Lions are fourth in the NFC North. Daryl Bevel, uh, the interim head coach, his first game as an interim head coach for the Lions, uh, was able to get the job done. And I have spoken about it on previous podcasts. More times than not, uh, the interim coach is able to uh, do some good things and the players are able to play uh, for the interim coach. Uh, but down the line, that, that might uh, wear off as far as that the effect of the interim coach. But a lot of times, uh, it's definitely good to uh, roll with the interim coach uh, if it's a reasonable game as far as uh, the competition being played, as far as it's not a game where uh, the team they're playing for the interim coach is like way better like the Chiefs because then the Chiefs would probably win uh, against the Daryl Bevel interim head coach led Lions. But I'm just saying the, the interim coach effect is definitely real uh, in sports, that's for sure. And uh, some stats, uh, Matthew Stafford for the Lions had a really good game. He had uh, over 400 yards passing. He did have an interception, which isn't good, uh, but he did have three touchdowns. And then over 100 yards in the receiving game for Marvin Jones and a touchdown. And then uh, for the Bears, Trubisky, 267 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions. Montgomery led them in rushing. Robinson led them in receiving. And then in the next game, the Colts defeated the Texans 26-20. to The Colts are 8-4. The Texans are 4-8. Third in the division for the Texans, second in the division for the Colts. Uh, some notable stats uh, for both teams. Colts, 285 yards passing for Phillip Rivers, two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, the former Badger uh, running back in college, ran for 91 yards and also in the receiving game had a touchdown too, along with 44 yards. Over 100 yards in the receiving game for T.Y. Hilton and a touchdown. So Colts did a nice job uh, winning. And then Deshaun Watson had a very good game passing yards-wise, over 300 yards passing. No touchdowns, one interception. Over 100 yards for Chad Hansen and Kiki QT in the receiving game uh, for the Texans to lead the way there. And then in the next game, the Las Vegas Raiders against the New York Jets. And this was... Probably the Jets' best chance so far. Now there's other games to be played uh, the rest of the way, but the Jets' best chance so far to uh, win their first game. But they fell short uh, by three points, and they are still 0-12, fourth in their division. The Raiders are 7-5 and at second in their division. And uh, some statistics for this game, as far as some notable uh, players, the Raiders, Derek Carr threw for 381 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception, 200 yards uh, receiving for Darren Waller and two touchdowns. And then the Jets, Sam Darnold, 186 yards passing, uh, over 100 yards rushing for Ty Johnson. And uh, at the end there, uh, Henry Ruggs got the game-clinching touchdown as Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator, now former defensive coordinator, has got a notification today that he's been fired. Uh, per Adam Schefter of ESPN, but uh, went with the all-out blitz and uh, didn't 
really have any safety help over the top, and the Raiders were able to get the play uh, for the game-clinching touchdown. Uh, and the Jets still are trying to find their first win. And the Raiders, they haven't played well in games prior to yesterday. Even yesterday, they didn't play that well. I mean, they were supposed to beat the winless Jets by a lot more, but they did get the job done. But they have uh, done enough to be 7-5. and five. They're still in the playoff race in the AFC, so uh, that's good for them uh, as they try and keep uh, doing good things on their season uh, as we get closer to the playoffs. And then in the next game, the Browns defeated the Tech, or rather Titans. 41 to 35. This one was a one, one where the Browns definitely brought in the first half and pretty much, I mean, they at the end it got close, but the Browns, I mean, in the first half were uh, very impressive. And uh, Baker Mayfield had a great game uh, as far as he had 334 yards passing, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Nick Chubb led them in rushing. Rashad Higgins led them in receiving. And then for the Titans, Derrick Henry, the Browns did a very nice job. Uh, containing Derrick Henry, he only had 60 yards rushing. And then Ryan Tannehill, over 300 yards passing. Corey Davis, over 100 yards receiving. Three touchdowns for Tannehill, one touchdown for Davis. And the Cleveland Browns are 9-3. and three, and They're second in their division, as I mentioned. But they're definitely uh, doing some very good things for first-year head coach Kevin Stefanski. And the Titans in their own right, they didn't want to lose. You'd never want to lose, but they are still 8-4, first in their division. So they'll, they'll look to bounce back in their next game. And then in the next game, uh, the Miami Dolphins defeated the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are 2-9-1, fourth in their division. The Dolphins are second in their division at 8-4. Some stats for this one. The Bengals, uh, Brandon Allen and Ryan Finley uh, were both in the game at quarterback. It started with Allen, but he struggled. They went to Finley, and they've really had a tough time, I mean, understandably, unfortunately, due to uh, Burrow's injury, the fantastic-looking uh, rookie as far as he should have a bright future if hopefully have a, has a speedy recovery. Uh, but uh, he got hurt, and now he is going to play the rest of the year. Uh, Tyler Boyd read, led them in receiving. And then on the flip side for the Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa, the Alabama rookie quarterback uh, for them had 296 yards passing, one touchdown. Miles Gaskin led them in rushing. Mike Gesicki led them in receiving. So the Dolphins did a nice job and got the victory. And then in the next game, the Minnesota Vikings defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars in overtime, 27 to 24. The Vikings are six and six, and you got to give the Vikings credit. I mean, they early in the year were struggling, and I know they have a mindset of any team has a mindset of it's a long year, a lot of ups and downs, but a lot of people, myself included, were kind of calling them out, but they still stayed in it. Mike Zimmer's done a fantastic job uh, keeping them in it, and they're in the playoff picture right now as it stands. A lot could change there, uh, but they definitely look to, for their sake, improve their playoff uh, picture and try and get into the playoffs. Uh, probably as a wild card because the Packers probably got the NFC North uh, division uh, locked down. Uh, but the Vikings might might sneak into the playoffs, and uh, the Jaguars' struggling season continues as uh, they were competitive in this one, but the Vikings ultimately got it done. The Jaguars, uh, Mike Glennon, 280 yards passing uh, for them, and then 
James Robinson, 78 yards rushing and a touchdown, uh, led them there in rushing. And then the receiver, Colin Johnson, led them in receiving. And then for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins threw for 305 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Dalvin Cook led them 120 yards rushing. And then Justin Jefferson, the fantastic rookie, 121 yards receiving. Uh, and then Adam Thielen, 270 yards receiving and a touchdown. So the Vikings uh, did a nice job there. And then in the next game, the Rams defeated the Cardinals 38-28. to The Cardinals, uh, of late, they haven't been playing well. Uh, they are kind of sliding a little bit. Uh, they're still in the playoff picture. I mean, they're 6-6, six and six, so if they win more games than they lose the rest of the way, uh, but their margin for error is a little bit uh, slim because they're six and six. So ideally for them, they want to win the rest of their games, finish ten and six, and maybe sneak in. But if they lose maybe one or two, then they might uh, have a tough time getting in the playoffs. Granted, the playoffs are ex- expanded, but they are uh, a lot of teams vying for the playoffs too. And then the Rams uh, got a nice uh, bounce back win after their loss last week to the Niners. They are first in their division. Uh, the same division as the Cardinals, as they are eight and four. So the notable leaders there for that game: the Rams, Jared Goff over 300 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions. Cam Akers led them in rushing. Robert Woods led them in receiving. Kyler Murray had a tough game as far as passing yards. He did have three touchdowns, uh, but he had a tough game uh, passing. He only had 173 yards passing. Uh, not like his typical over 300 yards or so that you normally see from Kyler. Uh, and then Dan Arnold led them in receiving. Kenyon Drake led them in rushing. So uh, definitely kind of an intriguing game there uh, between two pretty solid teams uh, overall uh, this year. And then in the next game, the New York Giants defeated the Seattle Seahawks 17-12. to This one was a little bit of a shocker. Uh, it was... I believe it was 5 nothing at half uh, the Giants were winning. And I kind of saw some funny on Twitter uh, as far as uh, kind of watching uh, that uh, over the course of the game. And uh, the I believe the one of the teams put it was an unusual score uh, between the two teams. Uh, but And I'm paraphrasing here, but the other team, or uh, one of the uh, Major League Baseball teams, uh, TV TV accounts kind of said it, it's not that shocking as far as it kind of a a, a, a f- funny sarcastic joke as far as this is a New York team playing a, a another team in in a, as far as baseball I mean five nothing's not shocking in baseball scores but uh, definitely in football terms uh, that's for sure so uh, that was kind of f- funny to see on Twitter but uh, the Giants are in first in their division. I mean, they're five and seven. They're playing well for Coach Joe Judge. Uh, Seattle is eight and four and second in their division. And uh, as far as some stats for this one, the Giants, Colt McCoy threw for 105 yards passing. Wayne Gallman led them in rushing. Evan Ingram led them in receiving. Russell Wilson, 263 yards passing. 65 yards rushing, leading uh, the Seahawks uh, for Chris Carson. And then the receiver, DK Metcalf, led them uh, there. So Seattle uh, is definitely one of the best teams in the NFC, and they had a tough loss yesterday. Uh, And at the end, I could 
a lot of people, myself included, kind of saw it. I mean, it was a one-score game, and typically the Seattle Russell Wilson-led team, you you, you, you kind of eke out a game like that uh, at the end, and you get the ball at the end. But Seattle did get the ball at the end. A lot of times in the past, they'd score and win, but the Giants did a nice job. Uh, holding them and getting the job done. And right now they look to be the, the playoff team in that division, uh, but we'll see a lot to play out there. And then in the next game, the New England Patriots defeated the Los Angeles Chargers 45 to nothing. Give the Patriots credit again, much like the Vikings early in the season. A lot of people, myself included, kind of counted the Patriots out, uh, but they've done a very nice job uh, staying with it and, and staying in it as far as, uh, they're in the playoff picture in the conversation. Now they're mar- marching for air the rest of the year. Isn't that great? Uh, but they still are in it and they have to win a lot the rest of the way in order to get in. But uh, they're keeping th- themselves in the picture third in their division under one game under 500 at five and six, but they might be able to sneak in, in as a wild card uh, team. And then the Chargers are three and eight fourth in the division uh, as they're struggling season continues they do have some nice talent most notably uh justin herbert has had a pretty good year overall for them he looks to be uh their quarterback of the future so uh anytime you can at least lock down your quarterback of the future it is very good uh because it is one of the many things a very heavy quarterback league uh, as far as performance there but he'll obviously need to continue to play consistently because I mean, we saw it with Carson Wentz with the Eagles. He looked to be the quarterback of the future, and he probably, I mean, a lot of players have ups and downs, but hopefully for his sake he bounces back and he is the quarterback of the future, but he's even had his struggle. So uh, it would be important for Herbert to keep playing well. Uh, and then in the receiving game, Gunnar Olszewski led them there. Damien Harris led them in the rushing game, and then Cam Newton, 69 years passing. One touchdown, and Cam Newton, statistics-wise, hasn't had like any eye-popping stats recently at quarterback, but they've done a nice job to get the job done, and I think that you got to give a lot of props to the Patriots' defense. And again, like I've said on previous podcasts uh, for my Big A Sports Show, available anywhere your podcast, Bill Belichick does a really good job of taking the team's best thing they do away, and... Uh, that's kind of one of his many things that he likes to do. And he really made it hard on Justin Herbert, the rookie quarterback. No touchdowns, two interceptions, 209 yards passing only. They were led in the rushing game by Austin Eckler and then Keenan Allen in the receiving game uh, as far as that goes. And then in the final game from Sunday's action yesterday, Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Denver Broncos 22-16. to The Chiefs are 11-1 while the Broncos are 4-8. and the Broncos are third in their division, while the Chiefs are first in their division. As far as some notable stats, the quarterback Mahomes for the Chiefs, the spectacular quarterback, 318 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions. They were led in the rushing game by Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Solaire was active for the game, but he uh, apparently was going through a, a uh, sickness, so he was held out. Uh, he was suited up, but he wasn't able to play. So uh, best wishes to him. Hopefully he's able to get healthy uh, as soon as possible because uh, he's a fantastic rookie for, for them. And then uh, they were led in the receiving game by 
Travis Kelsey, over 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. And then Drew Locke, 151 yards passing. Kind of another tough game for him. Two touchdowns, but two interceptions. Melvin Gordon, over 100 yards rushing. Very good for him, leading them there. And then Noah Fant in the receiving game led them as well in the receiving game. But Tim Tim Patrick didn't lead them as far as yards, but did have two touchdowns himself. So the Broncos actually played pretty well. I mean, a lot of people, myself included, foresaw them kind of getting blown out in this game, but they did not get blown out at all. And uh, they were having it so that this was a ball game, and you have to give props uh, to the Denver Broncos. As far as nobody's a fan of moral victories, but they did, uh, for the most part, uh, show some flashes of, of good play in this one, although they, they did end up losing the game. So that'll about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show. Uh, available anywhere your podcasts. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, all my previous episodes, and all my future episodes. The consistent listenership has been great. I look forward to getting even better. And uh, thank you all again for listening. Really appreciate it. Again, another edition of Big Ace Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel.